Hey, I'm Dash. And I'm Rosa. And you're listening to Psychic, Psychic Friends. Um, I have some news. Okay. And it's uh, about your niece, Togepi, the cat. Oh, okay. Um, part of the reason I was running a little late sending this meeting link today for the podcast okay. was because Toga caught a mouse in her mouth and was walking it around the apartment like she owned the oh. place. Like, hey, I got this yeah. little thing. I was like, that thing is gross. I don't want you touching that thing. And yeah. then she didn't kill it? It was alive. And she was just like walking oh. around like it was a baby. Was just holding it. it. Just holding it like a baby. Yeah, she was just like holding it like it was a little friend of hers. And I was like, girlfriend, you got to put that down. And then she did. And it ran, it ran out our door, like outside of our apartment. So now I'm freaked out that we have mice but i also know that we have a little lady who's just gonna carry them around in her mouth like it's no big like a baby deal. like a cool like hey i found this cool baby and it's mine yeah this is what mine. did you, you do did see? you did you get it from her no like well so like we were like drop it like we were gonna try to trap it when she dropped but it was like in her mouth and then she dropped it and then it like ran under our shoes and then she got it sure. again in her mouth and then she accidentally dropped it again because again she did not kill this thing yeah so um, then we were like trying to trap it. And so she dropped it another time, but she dropped it like out the door and it ran out the door. Oh, and then she got fine. sad that her baby ran away. And I was like, you don't, mm. this isn't what so, you're supposed to do with this. I'm, I'm surprised that your cat, frankly, is nimble enough to catch a mouse. I think this, it was the world's smallest mouse. I haven't seen a mouse ever mm. this small. I wonder if it was a baby or something. Yeah, because your cat is kind of a stupid baby. She is kind of a stupid baby. You gotta be careful. Um, Sam is Sam is close, and he's gonna he's gonna be mad. Sam knows. Oh, Sam knows. <laughs> Sam 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 knows. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, I love that. I love that cat. I'm not gonna mince words. Yeah, but it was a pretty hectic day at the old Escondone house because I yeah. was freaking out that we might have mice. Right. She was freaked out that her baby was trying to run away from her, and right. I don't think sure, Sam that's cares scary. that much, honestly. Here's here's my thing, Rosa. You live in New York City. Yeah. It would be a wild dream if you didn't have any mice. I've lived in multiple houses over the years that had no mice whatsoever. I think you just had mice you didn't notice. Maybe. I feel like mice are like omnipresent in the city. I guess. my Our last apartment did not have mice. Hmm. You, you thought our last place had mice? In the basement, but not yeah. In the restaurant's basement, not on the third if, floor. If there's if there's mice anywhere, they get in everywhere because they come through the walls and stuff, Rosa. I guess we. I guess I just never saw a mouse. This is like my first mouse. You probably you here. probably kept you. So you if you keep it clean enough, I think the mice stare don't like hang out in your stuff. But every now and then, one will just like show up. Yeah. Well, anyway, Togepi found this one and treated it like yeah. it was a baby and put it in her mouth like she was like <laughs> proud that she had a little baby walking around. Yeah. So personally, yeah, personally, so you're sort of you're having a little day. The bigger stuff was the cat, uh, cat baby situation. Yeah, your cat caught a stupid mouse baby, and this is what I've always said: babies shouldn't have babies. I started Rosa yesterday. I saw an ad for a new show on okay. the internet, a new TV show. And I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. How could this be a show? And the show was, because um, for lis- listeners at home might remember that for 30 seconds in the middle of last year, there was a point where everything was secretly cake. 
and it was it was just like a really meme sort of like everything's cake you cut into a phone book it's cake you cut into you know a, 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 a nike cell phone shoe. here's it's cake and a nike cake. shoe now it's cake and then some bad person pitched that as a netflix show and it got made um, i'm gonna watch it i'm let me t- here's the thing I am devastated to inform you. It's really fun. It's like a really fun show. I'm going to watch it because it seems like the exact type of show that I need when I'm at like my lowest serotonin dips. I watch a lot of the Food Network, mainly the perfect, the perfect show, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Yeah. Um, If I'm feeling a little spicy, Guy's Grocery Games. Uh, If I'm feeling real dead to the world, nailed it on Netflix. And this kind of feels like a... It's up there. So here's let me let me run this down. I've been a big fan of the best show on television, Cake Wars, for a long time. Cake Wars is the best um, show on television. That is true. Viewers or listeners, sorry, who have not watched Cake Wars, highly recommend Cake Wars. Uh, you could start with the Garfield episode because that really gets you. It gets you most of the things that you need to know about Cake Wars, <laughs> and it's only missing one of the crucial Cake Wars elements. The Garfield episode is great. Here's what you have to know about Cake Wars: there have been six seasons of this show. The premise of the show is four bakers come on and they have to make cakes around usually a licensed IP, whether it's the Muppets or Dr. Seuss or Star Wars or Garfield. The thing you have to understand is that each season has had anywhere between 10 and 14 episodes, six seasons, 10 to 14 episodes per season. In the history of the show, not a single person has made a good cake. Not a single person has made a good cake that looks like anything. People make the craziest cakes and the thing is, most of it's not cake. That's the thing I think about. That's the best about the show is they make a cake and they're like, okay, and then also here's a giant, here's a giant Rice Krispie Garfield that I covered in fondant. And the judges are like, wow, that's cake. And it's not, it's not, it's not. cake. And it's, it's not the cake that they eat. It's not the cake. It's Cake Boss has this too. Um, yeah. Like where it's like often just like a bunch of styrofoam covered in frosting, like for yeah. multiple parts of this. And I do... I do like that this show, Is It Cake, is kind of a, um, it's kind of a pushback, I think, to that culture. It's right? super. Well, so here, here's the thing. Cake Wars, the, the contestants hate each other, and they hate the judges, and they hate the host. Everybody hates the host. The host is bad. Everyone on Cake Wars loathes each other. Nobody plans any bits out in advance. Nothing. And the, what's, the best part is, like, they always have a guest judge. So the Garfield episode, the guest judge is the voice of Odie from the Garfield cartoon. Yeah, you know, man, and he's cake, I assume. He's, he's perfect in his own way because when they introduce him and the camera pans to him, he just goes, he just makes Odie noises. And it's like, yeah, that's his intro. Perfect. This, the reason that part is not as good, or it's at least different from what you want from a cake wars, is usually the guest celebrity judge is like, and here's the third tier marketing exec from Disney Infinity. And you're like, what, that, that's, that's not, what? Was scene. I love it. <laughs> I also love Cake Wars. And I like actually when it's like, um, he's the managing editor of, you know, <laughs> yeah. Harper's Bazaar. And you're like, yeah. and they, today we're making all, you know, what, like things of, things that look like airplanes and he knows about airplanes. And you're like, I, okay. It's the, cool. it's the it's the it's the it's the best one. It's like this is a this is a junior executive, a junior executive production assistant at DreamWorks, and that person has to be like, you've really captured Nailed the spirit Shrek of Kung Fu Panda Three. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you really, 
I like, um, this is something that I've noticed on a lot of like competition reality shows where either there isn't like the correct person in the market to fill that role or they can't get that. They couldn't. That's, that's That's the main one is they can't get the person. Yes. I, well, I think with someone like Garfield, I guess the person would be Jim Davis, but I don't want to see Jim Davis on TV. And also, I want to see the voice of Odie make dog noises. Yeah. And him being like, you've really captured Odie's spirit of fun. (laughs) I think he says that. I think he does say that in the episode. Now, here's, so, is it cake is different. Is it cake, there's much more of a sense of camaraderie. Mm. All the bakers are on each other's side. They're helping each other out. They're nice to each other. They're doing a fun banter. Um, In the middle of the show, they bring out three celebrity guest judges um, to try to figure out if it's cake. And uh, basically, the bakers are, the bakers have to figure out if it's cake first. And then the one who figures out if it's cake decides what they're going to be baking a fake cake version of. And then the celebrity judges come on to try to figure out if they can figure out what the baker did is cake. The only, so the host is bad. The host is terrible on this show. It's just a weird SNL guy. Who isn't Colin Jost, but could easily be Colin Jost. It's an SNL guy doing like a three out of seven Jim Carrey impression the whole time. Okay, okay, yeah. Which is, I'm going to tell you right now, not great. But doesn't manage to break the stride of a pretty enjoyable show. The best part from a this is not very well made perspective, because it's a pretty good, it's a fun show, whatever. The best part that doesn't really make sense or wasn't really planned out is that, so (laughs) the the bakers bake these cakes. And you as the audience are rooting for the bakers because those are the people that you get to know. And then they introduce the celebrity judges and they're fun and they're laughy and you like them. And then the celebrity judges have to figure out if the bakers baked a convincing cake or if they get fooled. But the thing is, if the celebrities get it right, the baker gets sent home. And so you have the situation where when the baker gets sent home, the music gets sad. It's like, oh, it's the elimination. But the celebrity judges who got it right are like, oh, yes, yes. And you're like, you have this situation where they're so excited that they guessed correctly, but it's the sad moment because the person gets sent home. So the show has a little bit of like a thematic mismatch in terms of the show it's trying to be because you really pit the get the judges against the bakers. That said, other than that, very enjoyable show. And that part's enjoyable. It's just funny because it's, it's just not funny done that very they well. can't both win. Like the judges and the bakers are so dying. Well, because the, the judges don't win. The judges are not winning anything. The judges aren't. It's not like, and if you guess right, you go home with a million dollars. You know what I mean? There's nothing. The judges the don't get singer anything. situation. The judges have have no reason to. The judges. To, to well, the judges anything. have. You know, but so there's money for the bakers. The bakers. If the bakers fool the judges, and then the bake. If whoever the baker that fools the judges the best at the end of the show, first of all, they're just given $5,000. And at the end of the show, they're shown two sacks of money, one of which is cake. And if they can figure out which one is cake, they get the money in the other sack. But if they can't figure it out, it rolls over to the next episode. And so it'll be, there's like a 50. I'm going to tell you, it's it's a good show. The thing, okay, can I say the other, so... I saw the the Netflix like a uh, promotional like trailer for this show and I was like this yeah. just seems like an SNL bit from yeah. 6 months ago and mm-hmm. I hope this becomes the number one show in America cuz it feel it felt like to me like an early pandemic SNL bit and yeah. I love that it's not I want it to live it's, I want it to it's real thrive. 
you know? Everything about it shouldn't be good. Everything about it should be bad. It's deeply enjoyable. I'm going to tell well, you right now. My, so do you, do you, have you ever watched Nailed It? Yes. The other Netflix baking but that, reality. The premise of that seems like it should be fun, and it is fun. Yeah, see, that's a, that feel, if this feels like a, like, hey, we usually make bakers do bad. What if we had bakers that did too good? And I love that. I love that we have a role reversal. Like, you know, kind of a, like, duality of cake shows. And I'm excited about that. In one one of the episodes I watched, there's a young, there's like a kid who's still in high school who's one of the bakers. And he's like, what's crazy is you made yours out of chocolate and mine made mine out of vanilla. And those are the opposite of each other. And the thing is, no, they're not. That's not the opposite. There's no op- chocolate. There's no opposite to chocolate or vanilla. Opposite of vanilla is hot sauce. No. Opposite, Rosa? Opposite of chocolate is okay. clouds. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think that's true. Well, no, think about it. Like I'm probably right. Okay. No. Did you think I about a, it? I have a meme for us to start okay. the show with. It's not from today, which I love because I see these all the time where we, I like screenshot them days in advance. And so this one is for March 13th. Um, yeah. It is not the 13th. It's still, still true though. This is yeah. still a true meme. Oh, the- fuck. Wait, I read the second line and it's not true anymore. But so just listeners know that this is a dated, this is dated. Yeah. Go ahead. This is dated. Um, but maybe we did it on the 13th. We'll look back at our calendar, see if this happened. Okay. The angels are saying to you today, you are such a beautiful soul that sometimes you forget yourself and your own well-being. You're too busy giving it to others. Today is about realizing. It does not say giving it to others. It says giving to others. Um, (laughs) Giving it to others is a very different energy than what this one actually says. You're too busy giving to others. Today is about realizing your importance, spiritual and angelic euphoria. And wouldn't you just know that we missed by like a week and a half the day that was supposed to be about us. That just ain't that, ain't that the way it is. I'm literally looking at my calendar to see if I did anything on the 13th. That would have been daylight savings time on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I had COVID. I had COVID. I didn't do anything. I, I actively had COVID. It was my like mm-hmm. last, it was the day before my quarantine stopped. I don't think I did anything. So I will say, I will say though, it does sound like Raggle. This is a thing Raggle would say for sure. Raggle is always looking out. Yeah, I do have to say, if your angels aren't, like, you're too busy, girl, I, I do like those angels. Like, usually angels, yeah. I feel like, are saying something a little bit um, more nuanced, more, and I don't, I like when yeah. they're, they're just telling it like it is, you know? So, I have a second meme, and one of my favorite things, so, um, uh, clairvoyant. Clairvoyant <laughs> means you can see the stuff, you can see mm-hmm. things, right? You can see yep. the future, or you can see... Um, one thing that I've learned through Psychic Facebook is you can put whatever word at the end of Claire and people will treat it like it's a real one. And here's a new one. Ooh, new, new Claire like. just dropped? Mm-hmm. New Claire just dropped. Ooh, all right. So this is another photo of clouds or like swirling colors with a bunch of words on it. So we have Claire Kinetic, the ability to feel the angels, guides, and beings in other dimensions getting a physical sensation in or on the body to indicate another presence is making a connection okay 
So I understand what this means. Like, right. If you're one of the people who like experiences like angel psychics, I feel like specifically are like, and I felt a hand on my shoulder and I knew like someone was looking out. Like, I understand that, but clarikinetic is such a stupid word to describe. It's nothing. I will say though, Rosa, you didn't read where this is the the, like, oh, this the sort is of watermark. Angel vibes. <laughs> this is from Angel Vibes. Um, thank you. So yeah, Claire Kinetic. Because like that's the thing is, I feel like it, a lot of people will be like, I felt the presence, I felt the hand, I felt the poke. When we were out investigating stuff uh, last year, I felt poked in the ribs like twice, and it was really weird. I'm not Claire Kinetic. That's just what that thing was. Like you don't. This is not one. You know what I mean? Like, this is not yeah. one that needed, unless there's a person who can't experience any other sort of paranormal phenomenon except for just getting poked and pinched and stuff all over the place. Well, and so I feel like you, Claire Kinetic, I feel like everyone's had those moments where they like feel someone watching them or like feel in your body. Like, but I, sure. I so maybe it's just the one that's the most common, right? So, like, we don't even think of it yeah. as that special because it's so common, but. But then don't, doesn't need it, doesn't need the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What okay, What if you could, I, all right, I'm just going to see, like, what, the one that I haven't heard of, because you can be clairvoyant, you can be clairaudient, I believe, or clairaudient. Yeah. Clairaudient, yeah, that's Claire where you audience. hear, that's where now you're Now you can be clairkinetic, right? What's the smell just, one? <laughs> um, I don't know what the word for smelling is. Nate? N- nozzle? Claire. No, it's it's definitely not Claire Nozel, Rosa. <laughs> Did you actually think that? No, I was Claire. Cleffervescent. What? Cleffervescent. Clever. I do. Yeah, Claire. Claire Ability to means... smell ghosts. Yeah. What if you smell ghosts? Ghost hunting with your nose. Um, least references our sense of smell. Ah, uh, oh, Claire scent is what. Oh, uh, that one feels like kind of a cop out. To be fair, Claire scent. Yeah, that does feel bullshit. It did take me to a, it did take me to a quora where the question is, is it possible to smell the presence of evil spirits? Yeah, probably. I mean, if you think that spirits can touch you and that spirits can, like, you can listen to them and you can see them. It would be weird to be like no, but they cannot do smells. They, cannot smell. they can do all the other ones. They can't especially do if you're thinking about like the powers of evil spirits. I feel like number one is like making a bad oh, like smell. brimstone and sulfur and like whenever yeah. we like hear about like demonic possessions, people are always smelling sulfur. Like I feel like you yeah. the smell one has to be one. Smell one's got to be one. What's the fifth sense? Sight, touch, smell, sound. No. Sight, touch, smell, hearing, and taste. Oh yeah, so I guess you get, the last one is you, you forget taste. You forget taste. I just you like I was trying to think of it because I was like, what's the last one? Because we clairaudient, clairkinetic, clairsent, clairvoyant. I was like, wait, what's the? No, I don't. Yeah, I have, I haven't heard anyone who claims that they can taste spirits. So maybe that one. You've not, you can't. You you don't know about the history's most famous ghost taster? No, is that real? Pac-Man. Stop it. Get out. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Pac-Man Get does out it. of this podcast. Um, <laughs> Pac-Man do it all the time. Yeah, that's um, Claire Pacanent, actually. Yeah, Claire, Claire Pac-Man. 
Um, do you have one for us to start? Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Did you just want to say, of course? Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, of course. Stupid question. I'm sorry. Yeah, so this one I actually, yeah. So here's one. And so we've been doing this enough that sometimes, like, like whenever there's just a new question, like one that I've never seen anything like, I'm like, oh, yeah. New, new question just dropped. Um, yeah. Will I get fired if I call in sick tomorrow? Oh. I've never no. heard anyone ask this, and I, I think we could be of help. Yeah, you're not going to get fired. Well, how often are you calling in sick? And are you sick? You know, if you got a real, like, dork-ass, narc-ass boss or manager, then I could see. I don't think you get fired, but I think if you're in trouble, you probably get pulled into a meeting. Yeah, I think um, I think if you call in sick tomorrow, um, people are going to do that thing where it's like, when you do get back the next day, they're going to be like, well, we saw you brought in a doctor's note, but we just need you to know that, like, you need to be more of a team player. Like, you're going like, yeah, you to get some fired, shit. but someone's going to be a real dick about it. Yeah. Um, there are some comments, and one of them okay. does give us... So, the first comment in says, depends, lying or you're actually sick? And I was like, well, that's a, a very aggressive way of asking that. But also, yeah. I personally don't think it should matter. I think we can no. all lie sometimes about being sick to good, not go yeah. to work. I think it's Fully. fair. Um, so, in the original post, it says, I have social anxiety, plus I'm currently in a very stressful situation because... But... OFC, it's nothing I can tell my boss about. So it seems like it's like, oh, they're not sick, but they do have like a situation that they need to be out for, which I would say is the same as sick leave. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, like bosses can't tell you if it's mental sickness or physical sickness. I mean, to the, I think it's pretty clear that our both of our take on this is you should be able to take days off and not have to... You should be able to just be like, hey, I need a day off and, you know, people be chill about it. You know, yeah, people should be more chill about that. But um, no, I don't think you're gonna get fired. I think if you've been calling out sick a lot, sort of pat piecemeal, and it seems like you're not actually sick, you might get in trouble. Yeah. But yeah, no, it that that seems. I think that seems fair. Um, I here's one. It's not changing tabs for me. Um. Yeah, here's, here's, here's one that I would like. To. Actually, let's, let's save that one for a little bit later in the episode. Uh, we're going to do this one. Can someone tell me what energy is behind physical accidents? I've hurt my knees, pulled a back muscle, and just broke my toe all within four weeks. This is a hard one for me, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a hard one for me because I personally don't think that it's like like what energy I think is a real simplification of this question. I think like sometimes a lot of bad stuff happens to us that like kind of all feels at once. And I think it's because I think it often has to do with like, if we like, if our mindset is one where like, Oh, all this bad stuff's happening, bad stuff can sometimes like be, I don't know if it's an energy, but I often feel like when I'm at my lowest, I feel like I get a lot of punches at once, you know? Yeah. But I think that's because I've pulled a muscle in my back a couple of times in my life. And if it happens when nothing else wrong is happening, I don't think about it. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Like if it's in a time where it's like everything else feels like pretty bad, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm late on my rent and I've pulled a muscle in my back. It's the worst thing that's ever happening versus like, I've, I've definitely pulled a muscle in my back before. No, it does say, 
break a toe hurt knee and back muscle does seem a lot of like physical accidents at once like it's not like i pull it's a lot but can i just say it's not all at once because it is within four weeks which is a month all that happened yeah. in a month and that sucks but that's like pr- that is pretty spaced out yeah i also think if you hurt your knee you might be more clumsy with your foot which might lead to a tip now i don't know which side the toe is on but those seems sure. those ones feel like they might have a little bit of connection at least you know? i also just i also just think that if it were like a power that people had to like make all these things happen to you all these things would be happening to everybody all the time you know what i mean Mm. like i think that sometimes we go through like rough phases where it seems like everything's going wrong and that happens and that sucks and like maybe there's something there but i don't i just don't i just don't think this is coming from i don't think it's coming from external um here's some comments Someone says they are telling you to sit down and take a break. Maybe you are trying to exert your will and it might not be the right path. Surrender is the word. I don't love that. I mean, um, if if you got all of these in, like if these injuries came from the same place, like, hey, I've been renovating my, like renovating a house or something and all yeah, of them came yeah, from yeah, it, then yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, maybe this is like something that's like pushing back. But I can't, I feel like you can't do that for everything. Like, oh, everything in your life could be, wrong so just sit back i'm like i don't can you know I, can, can you read this one and tell me why it's my favorite comment go to the doctor have an x-ray so you could visit dr orthopedics for a good repair yeah i do love dr orthopedics that's my favorite doctor. It's like dr space orthopedics which is like yeah, it's you not know, dr. Now, which does make it better um a lot of people says that the universe is like let, telling you to slow down but I don't like the idea that the if the universe wants you to like slow down and take a moment for yourself, <laughs> it's gonna break your toes. Yeah, like, I don't. It, yeah, like this feels like the universe is an abusive ex boyfriend. Like I don't think Fully. that the universe. I don't like to think that this is what the universe does in these situations. You know. Here's an unhelpful one. We cause our own accidents by thoughts, by our thoughts. Yeah. Uh, okay i'm gonna read the rest of this but i can't agree with that less you know yeah i couldn't possibly agree with that less but you should read the rest of this we are usually somewhere else other than in the present moment in our minds psychologically the knee is for ego the right side is masculine and the left is feminine the back is for support the upper back is for emotional support the middle is the support of the self and others in past experience and lower is financial support toes represent minor details of the future okay i'm gonna break this down a little bit uh, because yeah. okay because there's a couple of things my so the second sentence in this i think is like sometimes when we are thinking about other things we are like less noticed of our own bodies like oh, anyone yeah, totally. who's hung over and stubbed their toe at the same time 100 percent knows this because totally. they weren't paying attention when they were walking and i've done this truly a million times you know what i'm saying yeah totally so I think sometimes like when something is like, or like if you're not paying attention and like, like you, you, you know, walk out into traffic, you feel like you almost get hit by a car more when you're like not paying attention. Right. Because it's a surprise to the system. I think that makes sense. I don't think that's because we're causing our own accidents by our thoughts. I think it's Absolutely because people not. can get clumsy when they're not paying attention, which I think yeah. is a very different thing. However, yeah. the next part I must think about is, your knees 
one's masculine, one's feminine. Both of them are. Yeah, you got a you got a you got a girl knee and a boy knee. Did you know that? Yeah, well, that's when you put them together. You need to make them keys. What? (laughs) (laughs) I the idea that my right knee is masculine and my left knee is feminine, and both of them are my ego, is such. Is one of those things that I fully cannot wrap my head around. Wait, what? Yeah. Well, and the idea that your back is for support and your upper, middle, and lower back are for different kinds of support is fucking crazy. What does that mean? The, the back being financial is so weird. Well, the lower know. back, Rosa. The lower back is financial. The middle back is support of self or others in past experiences. So you put your emotional weight on your shoulders, which kind of makes sense to me, right? Because, okay, like, sure. you know, you feel that in your shoulders. The middle sure. being where you have other people's experience, and then the lower being, like, finance is... Yeah. What? I... Okay. And the you, don't, you don't store your cash in your lower back... In your lower back pouch? Yeah. I like a marsupial? Sure. I guess I should start putting... That's why I'm so bad with money. I don't have a big enough lower back pouch. Don't have here. a big enough lower back pouch. The toes represent minor details of the future is what? And then the yeah, well, the the OP did respond. Makes sense. Thank you. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It It makes the least amount of sense. I mean, hey, if this resonated with that original poster being like, yeah, my feminine ego is messed up right now, and also financial support has been going wrong maybe yeah, this is helping and i and I, I broke two of the minor details of the future yeah i broke a minor detail of the future and that is something to think of i this is wild okay yeah that's one of the stupidest things i've ever seen I, um do you, i'm like trying to think yeah. is this from something or did this person make this up like is this like a spiritual practice uh, that's known or like but i i feel like if it was i would have heard before yep yeah. Your right knee is masculine. Yeah. I mean, I've never heard that anywhere. No, I don't know where this not, came from. It's not from anything. I um, don't. This seems wrong. I'm gonna say. But and also, I think you it's, don't I also your own think accidents by thinking about them. That's the main. That's the main one. Is no. That's the weird victim blaming. Oh yeah, it's your fault because you. Hey, it's your fault when you get hurt because if you were haven't been paying enough attention to your boy knee. Um. Um. The one. You, the the <laughs> thing under this is also something okay yeah oh yeah good good call yeah look up the metaphys metaphysical reasons for illness and injury then look into the emotion codes to release trapped emotions energy energy in parenthesis yeah so if you just look up the metaphysical reasons um hey real quick where do i look those up you know how sometimes, like, I'm, like, Google is free to people? And this is usually in, yeah. like, spaces that, like, um, like where I think allies need to, or, you know, sure, yeah. accomplices now need to work on is, like, hey, like, Google like Google is free. Like, you don't need to, like, lean on people to teach you things. This one, I do, I don't agree with that. Usually that's my sentiment. Not this yeah. time. Not this one. I don't even know where I would begin to look up the metaphysical reasons for Meta- broken toes. Physical. Okay. I'm oh, you're looking at physical reason for, okay. for broken toes. Broken toe. And then we could just, and then we could figure that out. Um. Um. There and... is a HuffPost article, um, okay. called "My Broken Toe: Unfortunate Injury or Spiritual Message." I don't think that's oh. it. It's from 2008. 
Looking at my in, injured toe metaphysically is also, yeah. Uh, okay, well, here, the little pinky toe is the earth toe, the symbolic of trust and po- prosperity perceptions. Okay. So hey, could you, um, while you're at it, could you look up the emotion codes? So, okay, so emotion codes, so yeah, emotion well, the codes. Emo- it's in- the emotion codes and they're capitalized, which implies that they're a thing. It's not just like, oh, generalized emotional codes. The emotion codes gotta be a, gotta be a straight up thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking up uh, the emotion code broken toe, like a little more specifically. Okay, sure, yeah. Um, How's that turning out for you? How's that? But, okay, so I've gone to a website called Smiley's Points. And an article oh, Smiley's, says, Smiley's Points. Let's see what Smiley's Unlock your emotional inte- intelligence using the emotion code chart. What's hmm. the emotional body? Um, this says that many cultures believe our bodies are made up of four different po- parts. Physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. So name, Hey, Smiley, name three of those cultures. So chakras Smiley, if you could just okay or yeah. something that they are just like they just start talking about chakras, yeah. um, so maybe this is like um, but I don't know what the emotional code is. This is just about chakras now. Okay. So maybe it'll so we're be sort a- of in we're sort of in Smiley's broken toe chakra. <laughs> um. Yeah, I un what 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 are trapped emotions? So this also says trapped emotions. Okay, so hey, that one says trapped on... emotions. Maybe we're finding it. Yeah, trapped emotions. Repressed emotions are emotions that we bury deep in our unconsciousness. Yeah, no duh. What? <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, so I guess, I, yeah, I guess, and then this does not say anything about emotional codes yet, and I'm, like, deep okay. into this article. yeah. It's saying, like, oh, we repress emotions, and that can, like, manifest in, like, physical problems. And I'm like, okay, like, I, I can see Yeah, I mean, that. that's true, sure. But this is, like, okay, emotions can often manifest into nausea and drowsiness, not a broken knee. Yeah, it's not gonna, it's not gonna bust your toe up. Yeah, um, I don't think, and, like, signs of, okay, what, okay, this is, like, going so long, but yeah. no one has said anything about the emotion chart. Uh, I mean, it sounds like you would have to ask Smiley about his points on this one, you know? The emotion quote. How to release your trapped emotions. Okay, this is from journeydream.org. And that, <laughs> oh. So this seems to be at least, like, a thing that people have written about, but no one can, like, show me what the emotion code is. Like, none of it, it doesn't seem... Well, no one can be told what the emotion code is. You just need to you know have the to see it for code. Your, you have yeah, to see fair. it for yourself. Huh. I've seen you have to see it for yourself. That's a that's a Matrix reference. So no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. You got to see what the emotion was, code is all about. You got to break your own you, toe, and then you'll you see, when you see the emotion code, it's you know how when Neo looks and it's all you see all the green le- numbers floating around. Yeah. But when you when you when you're the Neo when you're the Neo of emotions, and you're looking around, you see a bunch of like you. I think you just see emojis. I think you just see like smiley emojis and angry emoji. It's like in The Sims. You know how in The Sims you can yeah, tell what a character is thinking because of the stuff, like the symbols that show up above that person. That's when you when you're the when you're the Neo of emotions. When you're emotion when you're emotion Neo, 
Um, well, which you see Neo all... are you? The the right or the left? This was a oh yeah, because your right Neo is feminine. You got a boy Neo and a girl Neo, and that's they're both that's your, your they're both your they're both your Neo ego. Ah, <laughs> oh, we should write a book, Rosa. Yeah, no, we should maybe we should write a book. I um I am gonna send you one. You ready for one? Yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm gonna send you just the picture that was posted along with this. Get kind of a cold read on what you think the situation might yeah, be with this one. Just see what's just sort of see what's going on. Well, I don't trust either of these people. I'm just gonna say right now. Yeah, I wouldn't trust these people. These look like these don't look like good people, Rosa. That you've sent me. What What do these people look like? Tell me, paint the scene for our listeners. Uh, okay, well, one of them's got a shirt. And the shirt, I think the top word is a name. This I think it's like the family name. Like the, bad like the family last name. And it says, that name, blood, runs through my veins. And yeah, there's like, like, a, there's like <laughs> wings and stars. That just, I mean, that just, it does seem probably like these are racists. Um, they both look happy, but like they look happy like they just did a hate crime together. Both of these people. Yeah, these. If you told if you told me this, it was like um like looking for couple in you know in hate crime like you in know related in, related incident. Yeah. yeah, I'd be like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not crazy about either of these ones. Um, what's the post? We've been together for five years. Will he ever marry me? What are his intentions? Yeah, no, he's gonna marry you. He's just gonna be a little while. Um, I I think that he thinks that you're gonna common law it. He's like, why do we okay. need to get married if we're common law? And yeah, it's a good guess. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't trust these people. No, I don't trust them. It makes sense that they're getting married. They seem, they seem good for each other. It seems. Well, are they? I, here's the thing: if you're with someone for five years and your question to Psychic Facebook are what his is his intention. That's a good point. No, that's a good point, Rosa. That's a if good point. Is, you just and made. this is what got me because I I have been with my partner now for over five years, but like not like we're in our fifth year, right? You know, yeah. Like, also, I feel like you for as long as I've known you, you've been like pretty clear on like this is a serious relationship with someone you love and like marriage down the line like at no point were you like i don't know i don't at least since i've known you you were never like what are sam's intentions like, i feel yeah, like you pretty I mean, I you had a pretty good handle in the first six months i was a little flakier than him he was like i'm all in and i'm like i don't know about that but i was yeah. just getting off out of a bad breakup but right, i think yeah. since like year one we've been like okay this is yeah. a seriously relationship that we're totally. moving forward with um so i i can't imagine being five years into a relationship and be like so what's up with him i'd be like you need to talk to this man you need yeah i don't like him i don't trust him but if you like and you trust him well unclear if you trust now I, him yeah <laughs> unclear if you trust him but you should talk to him about what you want because if you're in yeah. something for five years yeah right like if you can um, be are there any time. are there any comments on that one um there was i didn't i can get them they were all like i i had looked through them at the time and maybe i'll look again because i i took this on thursday um but they were all just like oh he's he's not ready and i was like yeah i mean it's good yeah if he's not ready after five years though which is fine some people aren't like maybe you don't understand what's up with this relationship you know i've i've got one that i i'd like to close out on and okay. I, I was and gonna I, look I, up. Oh yeah, go for it. You should you should look it up. 
to see oh. what these racists are up to. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people being like, oh, this is a twist. Okay. Okay. This is a twist. Now I'm, now I'm reinvented. Okay. So someone says, sorry, if he wanted to get married, he would ask. The rules you set down shows the man you shows the man you know your worth. You have to cut. All right, whatever. Weird. But <laughs> but so someone says like, oh, if you want to get married, he'd ask. Like, know your worth. Mm-hmm. Like this. The person who posted this says he asked five years ago. What? This this man has to get married five years ago. That's a and twist. Then just, I guess when they first started dating. All right. Well, no. Now it's on you. Then you gotta you gotta bring it up. So you can't you can't okay, say. So this is, yeah. No. It's he on, asked it's five on years ago, but that's all. That's why I'm wondering if we'll ever get married and what his what are his intentions. It's something that bothers me because, like, yeah, me and me let's see me and the man i'm with now have two kids together and i know it would tear me apart not being by his side if anything were to happen i okay yeah that's baffling um so yeah so this person asked five years ago and then yeah um, you gotta bring it up now yeah, I think the big one is if you want this, you got to be like, hey, so you, we've been thinking about getting married for a long time. Uh, can we get married? You know? You know what you, sh- you should do is just um, look like wait, wait, and then look him in the eyes and be like, oh, hey, by the way, I've been thinking about it. Yes. And, <laughs> and he'll be like, what? And he'll be like, yeah, I've been thinking about it. And to answer your question, Yes, I do. Yes, we're married yes, now. Now we're, we're married. married. Yeah. Um, I got one to close us out on. Okay. If you yeah. want to go ahead and let's, check let's this out. Mm-hmm. Hello. Does anyone believe or see in their minds that the Great Pyramids were once surrounded by beautiful rainforest jungles and crops? Um, no. Do I think <laughs> yeah. that Egypt had rainforests in their climate? No. No, I don't. No, crops? Not. Probably. Crops, yeah. I mean, there's still crops there. Yeah, like, there's still, there are still, like, Nile River farms fairly mm-hmm. close to many historic sites in Egypt. So, yeah, crops, but rainforest? No, I, I, I don't, don't think that there was rainforest in Egypt. All right, so here's some. Someone says, nope, that's cool, though. What else do you see? And which original poster says, I see other solar systems, galaxies with functioning pyramids and others with dinosaurs inhabiting other planets. Now, I don't want to know what a functioning pyramid is. Yeah, I would argue that our, the pyramids that we have here are still technically functioning. Yeah. Someone says, yes, in ancient times, Lemuria. Lemuria is a different, Lemuria is a different planet. Um, so Lemuria no. is a different planet? So is it ancient times or is it a different Well, planet? see, that's why this person is a little confused on some of the, what Lemurians are, I guess. Yeah, says, okay. Check out Matthias. Stefano on Gaia. Gaia is, uh, is a streaming service that I had considered getting a couple of times because it's got a bunch of like paranormal stuff, but they've also got a lot of real known anti-Semites and a lot of real hateful hateful people on that one. So I, I've decided against it several times. Yeah, e- the psychics who have like weird Egypt theories or like think that they're Cleopatra, usually racist. You gotta be careful around them. The ancient aliens guys, usually racist. Those are bad, yeah. You don't want to tangle too much with them. Okay. 
Sure, it says the Egypt ones were surrounded by lush palm trees, hemp plants, agave, aloe, papyrus, and subtropical plants. The rainforest pyramids were in South America. Yeah, okay, yeah. So yeah, there, I there would, were. I would agree with that. Like a ziggurat is a type of pyramid, and totally, those absolutely. are found in many, many places huh? that have rainforests close to them. Also, palm trees and hemp. Yeah, those those things grow very well in the Middle East. Um, would agree. This person says. Yes, when we went to Egypt a few years ago, we flew to Abu Simbel, and I was amazed to see what appeared to be watermarks in the desert. That's not that's the sand has sand looks different ways. Um, well, and also the idea that like oh the because I I don't know enough about this, but if you told me like oh the Nile used to be wider and is like we've had sure. some like like sand erosion coming in, I'd be mm-hmm. like oh yeah sure whatever. But you can't tell me just because there was water somewhere that they had rainforests. That's a big jump. You know what I'm saying? Here's a pretty cool one that I think we should spend some time on. Oh, no. Since I started sun gazing, don't stare at the sun. I don't care what this is. If you're staring at the sun, do not do it. Psychic Friends is a I don't know what this is, but... I have a sneaking suspicion from being on this godforsaken platform for too long and these stupid psychic Facebook posts that these people are looking into the sun. I'm going to, so Rose, I've Googled sun gazing and I'd love to read you this first sentence. Okay. Sun gazing is the dangerous practice of looking directly into the sun. Damn it. I knew they were looking into the sun. (laughs) I knew it was just going to be them looking into the sun. Okay, so this person says, since I started sunbathing, my third eye opens and I start seeing images so beautiful. You are literally just frying your retinas. Yeah, you're starting yeah, you're to see causing, stuff. You're starting to see stuff because you're causing damage to your eyeballs. Because you're literally going to lose a retina in five years. I, yeah, okay, don't, can we tell our listeners, and I can't believe I have yeah. to tell them this, don't stare into the sun. I yeah, don't care what I mean, it's, 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 it is, it's, a, it's official, it is on record. That uh, Psychic Friends, the podcast, is opposed to staring directly into the sun under basically any context. Yeah, and especially if it's hey to to think that there's rainforests in Egypt. Yeah, no, I don't. Don't stare at the sun to make yourself believe there's rainforests in Egypt. I don't even. I that sentence means so nothing that I'm embarrassed that I have to say it. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it seems like a lot of people do think that there was once uh, beautiful rainforests in Egypt, and does it? But say- those people, I'll say, yeah. So so far, it does seem like some people think that there are rainforests in Egypt. But to counter that, the people saying it appear to be staring directly into the sun, Wait, and so you- I just think you got to vet your sources. Can you look up at the the post again? Okay, like up at the top. I guess the Great Pyramids are the Great Pyramids of Egypt. For one, a minute, right, I know like, they're talking about the pyramids yeah, yeah, yeah. in general. Because then, like, yeah, I have to say, in the ranking of the the worst type of psychics, I do think number one is angel psychics. Number two is people that believe wild lies about Egypt. Those are the two I don't trust yeah. the most. So this is probably a bad thread for me. Um, and I I would say number three is people who stare directly into the sun. Well, I think I'm, that the- I'm Googling it. I'm, t- I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of books about staring directly into the sun. And I just, <laughs> I have to say, um, please don't stare directly into the sun. Like, 
I, I can't imagine why you would think to do that, but I guess people do do that. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I well, think that's, that's probably going to do it for us here on Psychic Friends. That broke my brain, so that's probably good. <laughs> I feel like we've learned a lot, and I feel like we've, the main thing we've learned is you shouldn't stare directly into the sun. It's scary um, to me that people even think that's an option. You hey, you can, find, you can find pictures of the sun, and you can look at those all you like. During an eclipse, if you have those cool little glasses they sometimes hand out to, yeah. to people, that's stargazing, also really nice. Yeah. Drive into There's a, a field lot of, to watch the meteor shower. You have options. You've got options, but th- there's, let me tell you, the, and this is just, this is just from personal experience. If you look up in the sky, there's a big, bright, glowing ball, and it hurts to look at it. And what you should take away from that is not to look at it directly. Yeah. Well, I've, as always, I've been Dash. And I'm Rosa. And you've been listening to Psychic Friends. I guess yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of books. There's a lot of books people have written about why you should stare at the sun. And I hate, I hate that. Hey, there's no what? I just feel like I just feel like someone along with someone in the steps of book in the book. Someone oh. at big at big book should have been like, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, also, there's a new update for on the Toga mouse situation. Toga okay. has now just been watching the door where the mouse mm. ran out of, as if she she must get her baby back, which I hate. Might, might come, might come back. You don't know. I don't want it to. 